Hey, welcome back to the pod crashed. This is our mini episode on All Nippon Airways Flight 140. We are doing a promo this week. We are going to send a pod crashed sticker to the first 15 people to share the pod crashed on any social media and send us a screenshot verifying the post. You can share the link on any social media of your choice. Uh, please do include a link. Uh, it can be a link to this episode, to any other episode, or directly to the platform that you are listening to this on right now. I can't wait to get your emails. Thanks for listening. Can you say? Mariah? Hi. Hi, Mariah. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We're good. early. We are. We are one minute early today. One minute and one week earlier than we normally are. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, perfect. So, dear friends, uh, you don't like the episodes where we don't tell plane crash stories as much as these episodes <laughs> where we do. So, um, just, I guess, let us know what you want out of the uh, off week, like mini episodes. If all you want is that sweet, sweet aviation disaster material, just let us know. Um yeah and that way we know <laughs> yeah exactly uh the other thing is we are going to do a promo yeah we are. with stickers <laughs> <laughs> we had some fun pod crashed stickers made up with our logo and that's all they are but <laughs> what we were thinking was if you share the pod crashed and a link uh, to any of our episodes or to the whole thing or whatever on any social media and screenshot it and send us an email with the screenshot then we're just going to send you a sticker so the first 15 people to share our podcast on any social media or text it to your mom or whatever you want to do and screenshot it and send it to us we will send you a sticker yeah Anywhere. Or if or if it's easier if if you're on Instagram specifically you can just tag us. Yeah, do that. That works I, too. Th the Instagram is all Mariah. So <laughs> um yeah, so the first 15 people to let us know that they shared it will get a sticker anywhere in the world where you can receive mail with a world US stamp. <laughs> yeah. So if you can get a letter with a global stamp, then we will send it to you. I think that's pretty much everywhere. Maybe yeah. not like Maybe not Cuba. Maybe not North Korea. Maybe not North Korea. Maybe not Iran. I don't know. Maybe. If you listen to us in Iran, I'll send you a letter, man. Like, let's yeah. see if it works. Hell yeah. Let's chat. We will find out, won't we? So, yeah. We yeah. <laughs> so let us know. We love you all. And today we are telling the story of ANA 140. Uh ANA is All Nippon Airways. It's the other Japanese airline. So oh, not okay. Japan, yeah. Um, ANA is obviously not as prestigious or luxurious as JAL, but no. Nothing <laughs> is. Nothing is. But no, I'm sure it's a, I, I think it's a great airline. I know that yeah. a lot of my coworkers went over to work for ANA. Uh, we got some of their people too, though. So I think there's just only so many Japanese airlines flying out of jfk so right. there's a lot of overlap but um this flight took place on september 6th 2011 so 
September 6th? Yeah, September 6th. Okay. Right, September 6th, 2011. So coming up on that 10-year anniversary of September 11th. Right. No smoking on planes. Damn. Yeah. The plane... (laughs) <laughs> the plane is a 737-700 and usually I just leave off the dash bit um but it will come up this time. So okay. it's a 737-700 and it's flying from Okinawa to Haneda, which is like a 2-hour flight, maybe 2 hours and change, not super long. Okinawa, I've never been there but it looks so pretty. So I'm just thinking about like who's on this plane, like it's there's going to be like some businessmen and some people on vacation and mm. some soldiers and stuff like that. You know, um, the, I don't have the names of the pilots for this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the <clears throat> captain is 64. Uh, and I don't know if this is the rule in Japan, but in the U S most commercial airlines make you retire at 65. So mm. maybe it's not like that in Japan where people live forever. Right. Um, take really good I, care of their bodies. Take really good care of their bodies. And their exactly. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, and so the captain 64, I'm going to guess he's approaching, uh, retirement, but maybe not. Maybe he's got 10 more years in him. Maybe he's got 20 more years in him. Yeah. I met somebody born in 1917. Wow. Working for Jal. Yeah. 1917. 1917. 1917. He fought in World War II yeah. for Japan. Yeah. Like, and now he's flying because he lives in New York. And like, that's, can you imagine living that long? That's, I, and he was super sweet. He was like the night. I don't know. I can't even talk about it. It's but. so much change. I mean, like, obviously, you know, if you live 100 years, you see a lot of change anyways. But I feel like there's been so much change in the past 100 years, like 100 years. Unfathomable wow. change. How do you Unfath- how do you even process it? How do you? Uh, I, I cannot imagine. I can't. I mean, no. my old um, Tomo-chan, my um, <laughs> boss at JAL, she and I would talk about it because I found it very moving when yeah. there would be very, very old Japanese passengers, particularly, mm. or just very old passengers of any kind. Because I can see, you know, I can see the date you were born. And there's some people with like the old green cards, the old oh. green cards you got, they were permanent. You never yeah. have to get them renewed. Mm-hmm. So it's a picture of like this old green card, and the person is a baby in the picture. Oh. And now they're an old person in front of me, and I can't. And it would always feel really overwhelming. Or the yeah. old Vietnamese passengers. And I'm just like, oh my God, so- what's your deal? right (laughs) but but um and I would talk to her about it and she would actually engage in that conversation with me and she was um you know she was older I have no idea how old she was I don't know what year she was born Mm. but um she told me that she had a picture of her her parents on their wedding day which would have been before World War II and she just would like stare at this picture because she was like, they just, it was a totally different world, like wow. a completely different world. And I'm like, I want to see that picture. Yeah. That picture but uh, so none of this is part of the story. <laughs> the first officer is 38. Um, the first officer has in the 3000 hours range, but he only has 197 hours on the 737 and the captain himself only has, uh, in the like 60, 70 hours range on the 737. So they're both experienced pilots in their own right, but they're pretty new on this plane. Mm. 
Uh, there are 117 souls on board, so five crew, two uh, two pilots, three flight attendants, and 112 people, if that math checks out. Um, Sounds good to me. Yeah. So, yeah, this is no biggie, right? Two hours, go up, go down, no problem, right? So they take off, and they fly for an hour and a half into their two-hour flight, right? We're getting ready. We're close to Haneda. We're flying over the Pacific Ocean, right? Yeah. It's uh, 10.40-ish p.m., so it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. You're going to land. You're going to go to bed in Tokyo. Like, Oh, uh, Haneda is the airport in Tokyo, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, so everything's fine, right? And uh, the captain has to go to the bathroom right normal standard thing yeah right so they're at they're cruising at forty one thousand feet so they're way up there right they're they're way way up there making good time good gas mileage captain has to go to the bathroom no problem captain gets up goes to the bathroom uh they're coming closer to Haneda, right? So air traffic control, uh, while the captain is in the bathroom, air traffic control gives the uh, co-pilot in directions to start to turn toward Haneda, right? Uh, so he puts in the like boop, 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 the turn to uh, turn toward Haneda because they're using the autopilot. So you like input the vector or that you want mm. and uh, the autopilot will go that way, right? So boop, 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 turn toward Haneda. Uh, as you know, right, so planes, we're going to talk about this quite a bit in this episode. <laughs> um, so planes have three uh, ways that they can move, right? They can move uh, side to side roll, right? So one wingtip goes down, the other one goes up. Mm-hmm. They can uh, pitch, right? Meaning the nose of the plane can go up and the tail can go down. Or the nose can go down and the tail can go up. Or there's yaw. And maybe you've never experienced real yaw in any meaningful way. Flying a plane, yaw would be like if you're level and the right wing go is beh- it starts to go behind you and the left wing starts to go in front of you. So it's the way if you imagine that you're sitting up, if you twist mm. at your waist, right, that's yaw. Got it. That makes sense. Got it. So in order to turn, right? The standard way that every plane you've ever been on probably has turned is uh, by uh, rolling, Mm -hmm. right? So uh, Dutch turn, Dutch roll, I don't know what it is, but the uh, where the plane rolls slightly and turns in the direction that it wants to go. So he inputs the turn and the plane starts to turn in that direction. And that means a little baby three degree roll, right? Nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the captain's back. And this is, again, a post-9-11 world where the door is obviously locked to the cockpit. And uh, so the captain knock, knock, knocks on the door. And there's a little camera there that the um, whatever whatever pilots are in the cockpit can see. So they can see who's at the door. And obviously knows it's the captain. And so he reaches down to the dial. Uh, to let the captain in now this is interesting to me so to keep people from like unintentionally opening the door uh, the way they actually open it is uh, with this little dial where you turn the dial and hold it for six seconds and then it'll open the door right okay so our first officer (laughs) six seconds uh, seems like such an odd time (laughs) 
I guess it's just long enough that it's not like that long, right. but it's uh, long enough. It can't happen accidentally, I right. guess. Yeah. So he reaches down to the dial to open the door, but he doesn't grab the door open dial. He grabs the dial that's four inches to the left of the right dial. And the dial he grabs is the rudder control. No, the blasted rudder control. Rudders ruin everything in all these stories. So he reaches down, turns it, and holds it for six seconds. So for six seconds, he turns the rudder to the left. And then he turns it back. But the door didn't open. So he reached down again. No, no. Grabbed the rudder control and turned it to the left for six seconds. Mm. And then turned it back. Now, this has still not opened the door. The captain is still not in here, right? But the plane has started to yaw to the left, meaning the tail of the plane has gone to the right and the nose of the plane has gone to the left. The right wing is cutting out in front of the left wing. So the plane is on that on the level flying plane, mm-hmm. right, has like twisted, right so the uh, that's not good you don't want to do that and it was already in the middle of that little baby right roll so because it's twisted and rolled right the nose of the plane is is ever so slightly pointing down the tail is pointed up and the plane is like sideways if that makes sense Jeez. uh that's not right that's not what's supposed to be no. right uh so the the pedals are how the uh, so the pilots have two ways of controlling the rudder there's the pedals at their feet where they can like press down to the right and it'll turn to the right they can press down on the left foot it'll turn to the left or they have this dial right and when he turns the dial and the rudder moved the pedals also moved right but he didn't detect that or he thought that's weird i'll ask the captain about it when he gets in here or whatever he thought but he did not correct this immediately, right? So as he doesn't seem to notice that the plane has made this movement and is no longer like flying flat and level and is instead starting to like twist because he doesn't correct it immediately, the like twist keeps getting more and more and more severe, Mm. right? And there's something called oscillation. And I really don't know if I'm right when I explain <laughs> okay. this. My understanding is that oscillation is because there's, like, of all the forces that are uh, on a plane while it's in flight, right? Because the plane is twisted, it can't, uh, like, fly in normal way. Like, it's not aerodynamic mm. in that shape. So the oscillation means that there's like different forces coming in different directions. So the plane basically starts to like slide from side to side. Mm. So it's not, so it's, it's going like back and forth and rolling up and down side to side. I don't know. How <laughs> right. Yeah. Over the phone, well, but, it's like, a, it's like when a fan plane, oscillates like side to side. Maybe, maybe I don't know what oscillation right? means like even in other contexts, <laughs> but so the plane is like starting to like, Oh, is that like when your fan yeah, like, like moves on its own jiggles or whatever? the switch and it like goes back and forth. Okay. Yeah. So it's like that. I guess. <laughs> so the plane has started to oscillate. Okay. So it's rolling as the oscillation. So there's, it's oscillating just a little bit and then oscillates all the way 
so that the plane rolls all the way to a 90-degree angle, meaning the right wing is pointing straight up and the left wing is pointing straight down. But remember that yaw? There's still yaw, so the nose is also pointing down. So it's flying on its side, pointed down at an angle. Okay, so again, I just the captain's still not in here. The captain just went right. To the like, bathroom. how do they I not really notice? What the captain is? How, how did who the not captain? Notice? Like, if he's he, he he can't get in, he can't get in. But can't they feel it? Everyone's getting like tossed around the cabin right now, right? And but he can't get in. The captain can't. He can't bust into the cockpit. I'm just thinking from the captain's perspective, like he's like knocks on the door and then all of a sudden the plane right. starts to like go crazy. And now it's flying completely on its side and nose God. down. Right. So because of the oscillations, I'm just going to read this verbatim. I wrote it down for anybody who this is meaningful to. So if this you skip ahead 30 seconds, if you don't know, that's fine. The roll and yaw oscillations permit the drift angle to reduce to 10 degrees to the left and the bank angle 50 50 degrees to the left. The second oscillation produce or the next oscillation produces a drift angle of more than 20 degrees and a bank angle of one three one point seven to the left now what that means is so you get a oscillation that puts you completely on your side and nose down then it oscillates back then the plane flips all the way the fuck up no the plane inverts nose down okay i cannot imagine how scary this is it's unfathomable to me how terrifying this would be because everyone's asleep yeah. right you're gonna be landing in 20 seconds the plane is upside down but not level it is upside down God. nose down okay so now gravity kicks all the way oh the fuck in God. and the plane is dropping the plane exceeds its maximum speed as gravity increases the speed more and more and more so the g-force is on your body your body is getting glued to whatever you're against right your arms are twice or three times as heavy as they would be under in other circumstances you're just it's like being on a roller coaster right where you like as you're dropping down you feel like pressed into your seat it's that times a million and you're upside down over the pacific horrifying horrifying so you're also there again, they started at 41,000 feet. They're dropping, 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 speeding up, speeding up, speeding up. Oh my gosh. This one gives me such a stomach ache. Uh, the uh, pilot is able as they're dropping and still upside down, it's still oscillating. Right. So the poor co-pilot is in there. He actually stops the oscillation. He's able to get the oscillation to stop, but they're still upside down. So they're upside down. So even as you're, you can't, pick up the nose of the you're upside down right so you have to roll over before you can get level dropping upside down going faster and faster and faster the co-pilot actually is able to twist the plane back so he's able to spin in the air as they're dropping right and then lift the nose of the plane and stop the descent and like level it out like he actually successfully levels out the plane and then he lets the captain into the cockpit the finally. <laughs> Bless his heart. And so the captain just flies the plane to Haneda <laughs> and they just land safely. No. And everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. But it is inconceivably terrifying to me. I cannot imagine. But everybody Oh lives. my God. Everybody he lives. flew a plane upside down. 
Okay, so I do have a question. Yeah. If Please. people are not strapped in, like the fucking pilot is sitting here banging on the door trying to get in. Yeah, seriously. Is he now on yeah. the ceiling when they f- that yes. is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. 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 We talk about like weight and balance a lot, right? And people like like you can't have like sorry, your bag weighs 70 pounds, so you can't bring it on and people are like as if my bag is going to make the difference. Listen, buddy. Like stop. <laughs> it does. And even Fuck if it you. doesn't like yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> the like weight and balance. The thing that's important about weight and balance is that the pilots have to know where the center of gravity is. And like the center of gravity on a plane is complex. Right. And if you think about so all of those three planes of movement or of motion, whatever it is. So a plane can go like nose up, nose down, tail forward or tail back or like wing forward or wing back or rolling mm. wing up, wing down. Right. So because all of those happen at the center of gravity, right? That's the, you need to know where the exact center of gravity is. And if the center of gravity is off to the left or right, the plane won't be controllable, right? Or I guess I'm sure, like, shout out to pilots. I'm sure you're all skilled and can totally (laughs) do it. But like, that's, there have been crashes that were caused because cargo just came unglued or whatever and all rolled in the wrong direction. And so or um passengers i was on a really small plane one time where the flight attendant said that like two people had to move to the other side of the plane and because it was a really small plane and the center of gravity was messed up by the passengers all being on like one side or too many of us being on one side or whatever so all of that to say the center of gravity is also where I, I think again, tell me if I misunderstand beautiful fans, but <laughs> the um beautiful oscillating fans. <laughs> um, like it's going to be pressing you not only to the ceiling, but also right. back, right? Because it's not just upside down, it's also right. diving. So you're gonna be pressed like up and right. back. Like diving I just like, oh my god! Like, imagine you had a lap in right. or something, right? Like, you have a baby in your lap, and then you flip upside down. Or if you're the flight attendants and you're not strapped oh in, god. like, if you're in the bathroom, can no. you even imagine? Were there any stories? Like, did anybody oh. say anything more about this, like, incident? Or no, I, I looked for more things. So the Flight Channel did a really good video on it, um, and it's always this is. It, you, me, all of us will greatly benefit from seeing it on a video because it is hard to like, if, if these angles don't mean as much to you as they do to a pilot, it's probably kind of hard to mm. picture. But the, uh, the Flight Channel did a good video on it and there's like a write-up that you can read about it, but everybody did live and it was pure pilot oh error, God. God bless them. Oh, that's the piece. So why did the pilot make that mistake? Right. <laughs> it's not it's not just the fact that there's two dials side by side that do very different things. It's also the fact that this uh, pilot had been trained on the seven three seven five hundred. This is a seven three seven seven hundred and the dials are in like subtly different mm-hmm. places. And obviously obviously the fact that like he he really just did not notice his error the (laughs) i know this is a translation thing but the um the translated uh jtsb or whatever it's called um report is 
very funny and it's it's funny to me because as they're describing it it's like so he did this and the flight became unusual (laughs) the position of the plane became unusual then this happened and the the angle of the plane became even more (laughs) unusual (laughs) like yes very unusual unusual. (laughs) yes it's very unusual and i mean again everybody lived i i just really hope my guy did not i was just gonna say that like imagine being the co-pilot and just being like wait shit 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 and then you're upside down exactly well right and i really wonder because again like it's confusing so that whole time he a doesn't know why the captain didn't get back in right and he didn't know while he was trying to correct his error he didn't know what had caused it right so to him the plane's just kind of going crazy right which is probably part of the reason why it was hard to like and your spatial awareness like like no spatial awareness all the forces on your body the plane could have started to break up because it exceeded the max speed so it is actually possible for the plane to start to like break up stuff can start to come off the plane so it was definitely right crazy and dangerous but i just think that oh gosh so like i can't even imagine like when he let when like they level out and he lets the captain back in finally and if like what if that's the moment that he's like oh god like that's not the right dial like oh i would i would give anything to have been in that uh in the cabin at that time yeah just for that moment right i know i hope I just I can't even and I can't tell my like my wonderful experiences working for Jal cannot help me figure out what it would be like because maybe it would be How's like <laughs> yeah maybe it would just be like yeah oh what happened <laughs> like are you know are you okay <laughs> like okay like <laughs> silently or he might have like shouted at I mean there is some there is a little right. bit of yelling at right. work I'm just gonna say there's a lot of politeness yeah. and then a little bit of yelling and <laughs> um gosh but like two we had we had two as too long of a story but the long and short of it is two engineers that flew for us um came like really close to getting in huge trouble because uh they made a mistake or something happened and they were basically going to like slightly delay a plane that they were passengers on right they were going to slightly delay a flight and that was like terrifying they were like afraid Mm. they would lose their jobs so i kind of cannot see how this pilot right lose his job um yeah but everybody wow it's funny to me that like not funny in a haha way but it's it's funny to me that you couldn't find the names like i wonder if that was extraordinarily intentional that there are no names attached to that anywhere like exactly i'm kind of happy i mean it's nice to call people by their name but i'm kind of happy because that would be so like the humiliation for anybody but obviously i think everybody knows that like professional Mm -hmm. embarrassment is cuts right like he would never get a job again as a pilot he's probably like literally a perfectly good pilot he did get them out of that even though he got them into that situation he got them back out of it like he he performed well in a stressful situation right. that he created. And I think that he deserves a little bit of recognition. Like, he he didn't give up. He didn't say, like, oh, God, the plane's right. going crazy. Like, he stayed in it, got the plane level. 
Good job. Good job, bud. Un- upside job. down. Upside down. Upside down and nose down. Not even like level <laughs> upside crazy. down. Upside down, nose down. Yeah. So you can watch the Flight Channel's video on it. I don't know if anybody else did a video. There's a translated Japanese video yes, you can watch on watching it. them all. Um, yes, exactly. And that's it. This is a short one. I, looking at the clock, realized that we, again, I have no concept eh, of how long any of these will fine. take. But we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll keep it there. short. So uh do the promo yeah uh share us on your social media the social media of your choice and let us know you know we want you to email us <laughs> so email us whether you share us or not uh, it's the podcast at gmail.com yep. you can also message yep. mariah on tag instagram. us on instagram <laughs> and yeah and rate review subscribe tiktok technically Yes, do the whole thing. And there's something else. Oh, if you wanted, what should we call these mini episodes? Yeah. Like, what should we call them? Do you have a name? Tell yeah, us. we're struggling with this one. <laughs> <laughs> we should just name it after, like I just said, do you have a name? We should just name it after, like, a different a yes, different friend yes. of the show each week. Like, just if you <laughs> message us, we'll just name yeah. it your name yeah. and the flight number. This episode is named yeah, Eli. I'll do it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. This episode is named Eli, but it would be really confusing if we just yeah, do that exactly. without doing it. So we'll name a different episode, Eli. And yeah. So if you hate that idea, let us know, and we yep, will see you good. next week. Love you, Casey. Love you, Mariah. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Pod Crashed. We so hope you enjoyed it. We can't wait to get your emails. Looking forward to sending out those stickers. It's always fun to send and receive mail. Uh, We have to put something on the other side of the ad, even though this is a mini episode. So I'm going to use this space to wish everyone a very Eid Mubarak. And I'm going to use this time to shout out uh, Steve Jamardino, who wrote a really cool song for our uh, segments where we talk about smoking on planes and where it is that he is uh, writing us a song for when smoking is not allowed on planes. I'm going to include a link to his music in the description. It's really fun stuff. His new album is great, and we hope you enjoy it. All right. Thanks for listening.